<laughs> you are listening to Off the Shelf, the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Yes. Hello and welcome to Off the Shelf, the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. If you want to join the conversation on the news items that we've got going on in this episode and a whole lot more, you can join us at facebook.com slash groups slash Transformers CCA. Now this week we've shuffled the seats around a little bit and it's me, that's Jason in the hosting seat. Uh, Here's the rub though, there's not actually that much difference to the rest of the panel. Uh, Everyone is still here, so joining us we have... Brad as always. Daniel. And Bill. (laughs) Here's Bill. And Bill. Okay, so look, it has been another week. There's been a lot of stuff happen, but uh, you know, what what have you guys been up to during the week? It doesn't have to be Transformers related. Just like, you know, tell me, tell me what's been going on. Daniel, what have you what have you been doing? I'm gonna All pick right, on so I'm gonna pick on I, people. I finally decided to step up my game a little bit and uh, got a tattoo booked. Um, so I'm Did, finally. Are you gonna tell us where? Yeah, I'm getting it on my arm, uh, so just below my oh. elbow on the inside of my arm. It's uh, Star Wars Yoda, so I'm getting Yoda. Um, as, as opposed with the cheesy to something th- else Yoda. Of course, <laughs> there's something else that you can always get Yoda. Um, You're but it's, um But it's also got the uh, quote, do or do not, there is no try. Um, I finally paid off some bills because, you know, being a UD student, money is very tight and noodles are getting expensive. Um <laughs> Man, pardon. You got to watch that. There's a lot of sodium in noodles. Yeah, yeah, yes, I but can't help a, it. yeah, but there's a lot of li- lack of requiring money in your wallet to eat them. <laughs> Lots of. Uh, I'm just saying, like, instead of adding all of the the flavor satchel, just add half. <laughs> but then you've got uh, you've got shit tasting noodles. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all right. Eggs are also cheap, so that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I've been actually like paying attention and trying to actually finish my degree. So, um, I've been binge binge watching MythBusters while studying. So that's been good fun. And I found out Wagga Toys R Us are stocking Combiner Wars. So hopefully, when I do get some money coming my way, I can join the rest of you guys and earn me some uh, Combiner Wars. I actually yes, it's been it's been a very big Combiner Wars week. Sure has. Everyone's buying them these days. Mm. I, I didn't. Oh, actually, that's not true. I did buy a Combiner Wars figure, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Brad, what have you been up to for the week? Well, most of it's you've seen it on the group. Um, of recent, today I tried to give Guardians another watch, and I'm sorry, but there's some issues with that movie. That wait, are you talking about Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. I'm going to kick you off this Skype call right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but how can you be like, how can you not like that movie? Like, that, that dance scene right at the beginning is so perfect. That is one of the worst things I've ever seen in movie history. I so can't. Is that, is that worse when Daniel and Perceptor are dancing in the movie? <laughs> oh, man. You know, I had blocked that out. <laughs> yeah, dare yeah. to be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Okay. I'll put it, I'll put it this way: Danny and Sparkle being helicopters <laughs> into the Headmasters ending credits is worse than that. But um, oh, Sparkle, this is off the shelf. We have lots of references to Transformers cartoons that I yes. haven't seen. Or me, oh, for that matter, it's like a whole new universe. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, it actually literally is. 
the actors' helicopters and fly out of the screen, then suddenly uncombine and fall to the ground again. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, that's right. my original review. I wrote for it a couple of months back when I first watched it. That um, yeah, there's not too much. I the ending pretty much from the attack on Nova onwards. I'm sort of liking a lot more, but um, yeah, there's some bad bad stuff in it. All right, I'll, I'm, I'm going to move us on. Yeah, Bill, tell us about your week. Oh, <laughs> uh, nothing really. Footy's back on. It's about the highlight. I just watched the Eagles got crushed, forty-two twelve. Oh, sorry if there's a spoiler for anyone. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the running with the ball game. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. You just run and hit each other. I'm yes. t- yeah. I'm t- you don't actually ball. Ball doesn't actually contact foot. I'm actually totally no. with you on this, Brad. Although, I, although <laughs> I live in Sydney, like I've lived in Melbourne most of my life, I do not understand this bloody sport they play up here. What got me is that watching the game tonight, there's a guy who he tackled someone by basically lifting him up and turning him over and dropping him on his head. And the commentators are just like, God, man, yeah, that's a fair tackle. You know, he's all right. He's, nothing, nothing wrong. Aren't they illegal tackles now? Yeah, he got yeah. reported for it. Yeah. But the best thing is that they're sitting in the background in the stadium is an ad for pain relief. Yeah, pain relief. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's the biggest thing in the stadium. It's pain relief. They're just showing what pain relief really can do. I mean, if, if people can be dropped on their heads at, like, you know, some excessive speed, fairly sure it's okay. But in saying that, I mean, Gridiron, I'd, you know, if you watch Gridiron or the NFL, it, it, it can be quite just as funny. They are basically the same game. Yeah. Anyway. I can't, can't preach on AFL because it's not... Um, Soccer is the true football, oh, even though I'm see, not a I fan of it. I thought you were going for an AFL, AFL versus rugby thing, but no, I'm, I'm fine oh, with soccer I, as well. I could, quite, I, could, I could quite perfectly go for an AFL versus that, but you're going to get all them up there, aerial ping pong, I got no south of the that. border, whatever else, and you're never... It's like um, like, like the same discussion we're having on the group now, G1 versus Beast Wars. It's never going to end because you have fans from different sides... And you're not going to win, no matter we, what we, side you pick. We actually have some G1 versus Beast Wars stuff coming up later in the yes, show. Yes, we do. We might, uh, yeah. we might wait until a bit, a bit later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as, for, as for me, I had, uh, I had a pretty hard week because I moved house last weekend. I don't know if you guys could tell, but on episode three, I was basically asleep through most of the record. And uh, this week, the, the big thing for me, because it is actually work-related for me, is the uh, announcement that Australia is sending Guy Sebastian to Eurovision. Really? Yes. We are now in Eurovision for this year only, and uh, we're sending Guy Sebastian. So and we actually sent uh, uh, we sent Jessica Malboy last year as well. So uh, God, have we been that desperate? Well, so she didn't compete, but Guy's actually competing. So it's actually been part of my job for the last few years to keep uh, my employer's Eurovision website up and running, and it's been kind of cool because I get to watch the competition, tweet snarky stuff, drink, and just make sure that the website stays online. Mm. So that's okay. Uh, look, let's let's move on a little bit to some uh, community news, shall we? So, all right. So first of all, for community news, we do want to welcome all of our new. Pra- oh, I'm going to do that again. We want to welcome all of our new paid and proud members. Uh, I'm not even going to suggest we edit that out. Uh, we currently have 54 <laughs> paid and proud members, and if you would like to become one, please do check out the files section on the Facebook group page for all of those details. Once again, that is facebook.com slash groups slash transformers CCA for everything that we're talking about in here and more. Yeah. Now, 
We currently ha- we currently actually have 923 people in our Facebook group. That's the current count as of uh, the Friday night when we're recording this episode. Um, and as with every group with that many members, there's a, just a, a, a raging torrent of posts that come up every few mm. minutes in the group. So mm. it's pretty hard when you're as engrossed as I am in work and moving house to keep up. And so I don't have a favorite post this week, but... Uh, I know that Brad, uh, you and Daniel do. So, do you want to go first and tell us what tell us what your favourite is? Yes, um, Andrew McCall this week. But yeah, so explain to us what the post actually is first. I will um, find it. <laughs> Let, uh, all right. Well, well yeah. while these, uh, while uh, Brad is trying to uh, find Andrew McCall's post, um, mine is actually I don't have one. Um, so I'm a little bit green with envy here because of all the people that actually managed to pick up Combiner Wars figures this week and create Superion and so forth. No, um, no, 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 no. I've called it Superion-ish. Superion-ish mm-hmm. for you, but yeah. Superion. No, no, regardless. No, no, no one's able to make Superion unless they've actually got a wave two figures. Uh-huh, with air aid. Very good. Mm. Nice, nice. Ding, mm. ding. Uh-huh. We, know, we know chicken dinner. That's why it's Superion-ish. Mm. All right, well, Superion-ish. Um... <laughs> You know, you could say it's Minasaurion. Minasaurion. So anyone that picked up any kind of Combiner's Wars figures this week um, has got my vote. Um, I'd like to point out, though, that Alex Ching, you can't always be Man of the Week. Stop taking all the good posts. Like, you make it really, really hard for us to find other good posts because yours are just top-notch, mate. Got to share the throne a little. I actually think the next next time I see... The next time I see Alex post something that's awesome, I'm actually going to get um, Brad to delete it and let me repost it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that, that's a little that bit abusive me. of the admin powers, I think. <laughs> that's the point. I don't have them. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, so Brad, if you managed to find the... Uh, yes. Uh, Andrew McCall um, this week, actually it was yesterday, 8 o'clock last night, he um, posted a photo of his uh, G1 Prime with uh, what I can only describe as a 86 movie upgrade. It has the uh, Matrix of Leadership mm-hmm. and the uh, Matrix Holder mm-hmm. implanted in his chest. And I'm looking at the photo with the head sculpt. The head looks yep. different. It's a new head sculpt. It's actually on a ball joint too. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's oh. the music label G1 Colored Optimus. Nice. Got the blue windows too. Mm-hmm. I did notice that. And the rifle is part of the kit also, the BTS-03. Yeah. Yeah, but um, a nice uh, nice upgrade kit for the original Prime. Oh, definitely. We could do with some hip joints, hip rotation and uh, <laughs> ankle tilts, but um, we won't go too I far believe, into it. I believe it. at that point it's a masterpiece, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's MP10, <laughs> not MP1. That okay. is not a masterpiece. So I actually just Next. remembered... I just remember that I actually did used to have a Matrix for my uh, G1 Prime, but and tell and tell me tell me if this actually is uh, is anything like your experience of trying to get a Matrix to play with G1 Prime. Uh, I believe thinking back, it was actually two aquacolored sequins stuck together. That was a personal custom. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was my first. It was my first custom. I always used to just pretend that like the the container for the Matrix had been destroyed. <laughs> but it, well, you could just get a uh, moonbeam and stick in there and say it's a glowing blue orb. Yeah, 
of energy. Yeah, that, that way, I don't even know it rattles around with in truck mode, but that works too. Um, look, let's let's go to some club news, shall we? Quickly, the uh, the TCCA's March raffle is now well underway. You can you can send Brad a message anytime for ticket purchase information, and uh, all the information for the March raffle is under the group's files section. Now, Brad, what are the prizes up, up for grabs in the raffle this month? Um, we have the X Transport Apollyon, which is their not Megatron masterpiece size Megatron. Um, we've got a 100% complete minus the box Metroplex from G1, um, a G1 Starscream with box, the Junkion Leader or Junkion Matrix of Leader, which is a third party one to one scale, I believe. God, that'd be um, massive. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> okay. The, um, It'll weigh down my house. <laughs> their third-party um, matrix of leadership anyway from G1, the, the pull-apart one. You pull it apart and it glows. Awesome. Glows pretty lights. Um, plus there's some random stuff to go with it as well. And so, so tickets, I believe, are $5. Is that right? Yes. Tickets are $5 each. Um, PM me and I'll give you the payment details and issue the ticket numbers. And um, Awesome. We can go from there. Great. And uh, in some other news, paid membership stickers have arrived and Brad is currently shipping these out to club members. Yes, and today uh, we have our first confirmation of delivery. Um, Jordan mm-hmm. posted on the group that he um, received his today, so that's good to see. Awesome. Good to see that um, he was one of only three of the Victorian members that had theirs posted out because I tried to post all the, uh, the far-off states first. So the faraway lands. Yes, yes, the the way out there. So um, I was hoping I could do that. Then yesterday, post off Victoria and New South Wales and have them all sort of arrive at the same time. But uh, yes, yesterday ended in pain and I didn't get anything sent off. So there's going to be a gap. <laughs> and speaking of uh, New South Wales, you are coming my way. Yes. Um, today we booked, or today being Friday, we... Um, Booked the Supernova table for TCCA. This is going to be the best table ever. We are we are butted up next to Joel Freeman, so ah, plastic crack in one location. (laughs) So, Uh so so I'm what you're basically saying is that when I leave, I'll probably leave with half of his stock, and he'll leave with most of my money. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll fill you. I'm pretty sure that's going to be most of our cases. I think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to be staying, like you know, beside Nala, nudge him and be. So, how much for my kidney? How much plastic crack can I get for my left kidney? (laughs) What is Joel going to do with your kidney? (laughs) I'll have I'll have a uh, a refrigeration on standby, and um, all body parts are more than welcome for transfers. For all the port that you drink. For plastic. (laughs) Yeah, you're not you're not having my kidneys. They're shot. Uh, but stay tuned. We're going to uh, organise a meet and greet for Sydney. Um, if you have a look at the events section in the group um, on the Saturday night for Melbourne Supernova, we're having a meet and greet at the uh, Footscray RSL Club on the Saturday night. So awesome. Melbourne members. Now, now Brad, for, for that, how are you going to designate like which table to be at? Uh, uh, do we just have to look for that glorious mullet of yours, or are you going to hold up like you know <laughs> I, I, I the Matrix of leadership matrix. at the RSL club? Yeah, yeah. Well, well he'll definitely get this one there. As I start to get a little bit closer, I'm hoping someone in the area can um, 
just call in and make sure it's a venue of size and not a uh, we'll, not a ten seater. I, I think restaurant. We, might, we might sort that out closer to the time, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Just just so I can say right, I can ring on and say, hey, can I book a table for ten? Yep. Or table for fifteen. And, and um, if we move it somewhere else, then that's fine. We'll let people know. There's plenty of time. Yeah, plenty of still, yeah, still got a month to go. And um, if you all got to come up to me in my hotel room, I'll keep my pants on and we can do something there. <laughs> lucky, lucky break, everyone. Uh, no, no combing the hair. Okay, let's move on to some news. Uh, now, there was a toy fair in Melbourne last weekend. Oh, yeah. And I am completely unfamiliar with uh, what happened. So can someone who knows tell me about it, please? I remember vaguely seeing some stuff put up uh, by Roy on our group. Mm-hmm. Um, by all accounts, it looked actually good for a lot of the photos he posted. So it was just mm-hmm. a nice uh, toy fair that I think he organized. Yeah, Roy Roy Condoza. Uh, yeah, Roy Condoza organized. And yeah. um, looking at the photos, there was a fair bit. There was a little bit of Transformers, a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, a little bit of your retro gaming gear. Mm-hmm. Um, some Star Wars stuff and a little other bits and bobs, but it looked fairly, um, like there was a fair few members and stuff, like just people, you know, mending around and picking up toys. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to have a look, there's, I believe, pictures and a status update on our uh, Facebook group. Um, and I believe he said it was working well enough that he might try and run another one. I'm not too sure on that one, though, so don't quote me. Mm-hmm. So, Roy, if you are listening and you are making another one, please let us know. Yes, um, yes, we need to promote. Yes. That sounds great. I'm looking at some of the pictures now. There's a ton of Combiner Wars stuff there as well, and there's even some comics on the uh, Transformers stand too. Yes. And, and there's a picture was... of Devastator, at least the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it was... Um, um, it that? might have been Jordan that uh, donated his um, TCCA print to put up in awesome. one area. So uh, the club was definitely represented there. Cool. Yeah, there's a few figures there that I haven't seen before as well. There's some yeah, larger Some... robots in disguise figures. Mm-hmm. Someone brought from Jurassic Park stuff that I needed in my collection. Did you nice. did you see the did you see the big action masters? The yeah, big Optim- um, the big Optimus um, we were talking about last week. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, the transforming Titans and there's the little Minicons. The yeah, drag, cool. Dragonus and Slipstream. Right. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, so, so that happened in Melbourne. Hopefully that kind of thing will happen in Sydney sometime soon as well because I'd really like to go to that kind of thing. Yes, well, we have a, uh, a Sydney event happening later on in the event section. But just to mention it here, if anyone, doesn't matter what city you're in, um, we have members Australia-wide now and they're growing. If you want to do something like this, let us know. We can support you the best way we can um, with getting other members, member awareness um, and all that sort of thing, just okay. to um, yeah, because well, there, small are, there are lots of people like who can help how, you get it off the ground yeah, small events like this is how we get sort of recognition and that's good, that's good to see So okay, let's talk about some figures because that's what we're here to talk about right? Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> okay, so look, uh, Combiner Wars Ironhide broke cover this week, sort of. There's a there's there's a something in the back of one of the comics that came mm-hmm. with uh, or Combiner. So Combiner Wars Wave Two, the wave figures, two, that's right. They yeah. come with comics. They didn't Wave One didn't, but that's okay. And um, yeah, there seems to be some additional designs and sketches in some of these comics. Mm-hmm. 
And there's a lot of speculation going on over at TFW 2005 that what we're actually looking at is the first picture of Combiner Wars Ironhide. So, uh, look, we will see. That's, um, I mean, it's all, it's all, it's all pretty much a lot of speculation, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. There's lots of people commenting on the post going, it looks Ironhide-ish, so I think that's good enough. Mm. What do you, what do you, what do you guys think? I mean, it's, it is pretty hard to sort of get a look at the figure, given that it's just sort of like, you know, top yeah. view, front view, side view, but, um. I'm trying yeah. to zoom in on the head sculpt, but yeah, that's definitely G1 with his old his mobile head, yeah. down the middle of his cap and. Yeah. The only thing I have to add is, is this not just, because it's Combiner Wars, is this not just a remold of uh, First Aid? Oh, First Aid or Off-Road, yeah. So well, First Aid's a bongo van. <laughs> I think they said, they said it's Off-Road. Um, mm. So it, it, it's supposed to be Off-Road's... Um, so it's a pickup truck, not a van. Mm-hmm. And so, he's got he's got all that mass, the wheels, bumper, and all that hanging above his head. Not he's got a backpack. Yeah, yeah. But in saying that, I've got the the uh, superior figures in hand, and their backpacks aren't as bad as first four diver. So, yeah, stranger um, things have happened. Yeah. Cool. All right. So look, <coughs> we, we, we will find out more about that in the coming months. <laughs> Do you really want me to play the sound effect again, Dan? No. No. Really? That's okay. No. That's okay. That's okay. You better have it on ready, ready to go. If you, oh, if, yeah, I've got, I'm poised. Sorry. Look, if you've got the moves, you better use them. <sighs> I don't know. He's not guys. ready. He's not ready. We're no, moving no, on. I'm just... We're moving on. It's too late. Yeah, it's too late, yeah. Bill. It's gone. too late. It's, it's, it's gone. gone. Trendy. It's gone. Um, Let's talk about Leader Class Starscream. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we had some confirmation, um, although I actually didn't see this, of uh, from Toys R Us Australia this week that mm-hmm. there is an upcoming leader class Starscream that is going to be based on the Jetfire mold, which is already said to have been repainted as Thundercracker as well. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Hasbro apparently said at BotCon last year that when they do a Seeker, they plan on doing all of them. Oh, yeah. Um, so it means that we're probably going to get Skywarp. Presumably, there'll be. Uh, is, is this also going to include like Ramjet and Dirge and Thrust as well? No, I don't Cause, think so. Cause this like, was... more than more than likely Acid Storm and Sunstorm and. No one gives a shit about yeah. Acid Storm. Yeah, the but they're, they're seekers, and all they need to do at the factory is just change the color. I don't know, but like, we don't you, want Rainbow. Don't give me dissing on my Acid Storm. We don't want, you want be dissing your Acid Storm. Talking to Jason. So, so I, I care for my acid storm. I think we need to we need to get someone from Hasbro to give us a com, an actual definition of what seekers mean to yes. them and what their roster of seekers is because they do keep wheeling out this green one that was only seen in a single episode of the show as if it's like Big the greatest jets. thing ever. And I am sorry, Daniel. I know you bought it and I know you like it, but like it's I I would rather see other seekers in front of acid storm. They have manufactured these for them though. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna go and do it. We'll see. Right. Yeah. yeah. So well, that that was coming from uh, Radio Free Cybertron. They posted that during the week. That, um, yeah. And they uh, they had interviews okay. with Hasbro execs at uh, Botcon last year, and that's what came out of it. So, speaking of Starscream, Let's Hasbro's next masterpiece yeah. is going to be none other than MP Eleven. Well, no, it's not. It's going to be MP Six for them. Yeah. So, yes. could, so you, could you imagine the fan backlash if it's actually the MP3 mold, not MP11? 
I don't think people would. I don't think people would kick up a fuss because that's the only. That's the only. Oh wait, was Acid Storm an MP11 mold for them? Or yes. Was it in, okay. Yes. All right, then yes, people would. Yeah. People so would it'd be a step shit. backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm. There'd be like riots in the streets, dogs and I'd cats just do living it. together. I'd just do it as the ultimate Hasbro troll. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, like, troll bro. The jets. They got that jet mold there. They got that jet mold there, and they can retain any way they want. And they're just now. Only relating the supreme commander of the Decepticon aerial fleet. It does. It does seem strange that they are so slow to release these. But I, I mean, given that Toys R Us is their main partner for masterpiece releases, you've got to imagine that it's really Toys R Us just going, no, nah, no, nah, we don't want another one yet. We don't want another one yet. Not yet. Well, Not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. You can do one now. The I just got rid of the reissue Takara Star Screams. So, um, hmm. yeah. No, so fair enough. I mean, look, Hasbro can't just release stuff. Like, you know, they need people to actually buy it. So, you know, I assume there's a conversation that goes on between themselves and, you know, like I said, Toys R Us. Uh, let's uh, let's move on a little bit, to, a little bit more to Combiner Wars Legends and Voyages. Um, Big Bad Toy Store posted a whole bunch of new figures during the week. We have a Power Glide repaint, which is going to be known as Viper, and I believe this is the one that's Galvatronus's gun. Is that right? Yes. Yes, we're not going to talk about Galvatronus because it's a shit name. Uh, let's move on. There's also Groove. There's Warpath, which is going to be a repaint of Legends Megatron. Uh, there's uh, there's a... Oh, okay. So, sorry. There's Cyclonus, which is a Voyager. He's repaint and remolds quite significantly of Silverbolt. Silverbolt, we talked about him last week. Yeah. Hotspot is new. And there's the Leader Thundercracker, which is a repaint slash remold of Jetfire, which we just talked about before as well. But that confuses me. Don't they already have, like, a smaller version of Thundercracker? Yeah, they do. Yeah, but look, Thundercracker can have... Look, actually, Thundercracker can have multiple copies of himself if you're watching the comics at the moment, but yeah. And they'll do it for uh, Skywarp too. Just wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they'll do a few more. If, they, if they're going to be Legends class of those, like, yeah. hopefully they'll do more. Oh, they've got the mold there. Like they said, when they do a Seeker, they'll do, they'll the do all of them. Yeah. That's exactly right. So TFW also reports this week that they've also spotted listings for Shockwave and Pipes, along with Buzzsaw and Chop Shop. And mm. so we're thinking Pipes is possibly a repaint of Huffo, who was also a repaint of Optimus Prime. Right. Mm. Does that make Pipes a repaint of Prime, or is the transitive property here Huffo? We can't quite tell. Uh, other than that, Chop Shop is going to be an Insecticon repaint, and Chop Shop actually is an important figure for me this week, but we'll talk about that later. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, and Shockwave, hopefully, is going to be a new mold. We'll see. <clears throat> um, I think Shockwave justifies a new mold, no matter which line he's in. Uh, and we're getting Buzzsaw as well, which possibly might mean that we get Soundwave down the line as well. Mm. We'll see. We'll interesting. See. Actually, that, that is an interesting point, because Soundwave is quite notably absent from the lineup at the moment. Mm. But sound, I think Hasbro has struggled with what to actually do with Soundwave in every line since, well, maybe not since G1, but like the, they've struggled in trying to figure out whether they should make him a communications satellite, a CD player. A, a Mercedes. Even a Mercedes. But, and he, they made him a car in Animated, but he was like a pimped out car with a massive yeah, stereo yeah. sound system, so that kind of worked. I quite like that, actually. It's yeah. Good. They also had full of Cybertron where he was just a giant beast of a truck-looking thing. Yeah, with the, yeah. yeah. But those those data discs were a nice upgrade from the micro cassettes. That's sort of it's one of those things like they've they've um they've said even with the movies, how do you make Soundwave a cassette player? 
in today's age where most people don't even know what a cassette is. We had the we had a post not too long ago. Um, no, not a post. Sorry, the um, the last issue of the uh, Sobertronic Chronicles where <laughs> Justin's comic had Soundwave winding back the uh, cassette with his pencil. Oh yeah, that'd, yeah, be, that'd be that'd be there'd be at least be fifty percent of the group that wouldn't even know what that is. I do, I, I do think there's a very obvious thing that you make sound wave in this day and age, which is just an MP3 player. Yeah, but then he's incredibly yeah. tiny, and then how yeah. do you pump? Oh, like... oh, it's as if he's not mass shifting already. No Cr- minions. Cry me a river. <laughs> what minions do you have? The minions can be SD cards. <laughs> what MP3 device uses SD cards? Oh, I, I do- I'll tell you what MP3 device uses SD cards. Oh, it's the s- music label Soundwave. Oh. Ah, bam. Ah, bam. Okay. They could at least make him a mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. So, that, like, I was going to go with... Again, for Skype. I was going to go with mobile phone, but it, I, I, I flinched at the last minute and I went for MP3 player. I'm oh. sorry. Uh, there's a couple of new Voyagers, just to drag us out of the weeds, because <laughs> some new Voyagers also got leaked. We have Onslaught and Scattershot, which uh, means that we have a wave of Combaticons and what someone has put in is Doof Doof bots <laughs> coming down the line. <laughs> uh, someone's going to have to tell me which line Scattershot is from, because I actually don't Techno remember. Bots. Technobots. Scattershot. Technobots, uh, yes. Okay, I get the Doof Doof bots reference now. Yes, yeah. we um. It's been confirmed. Some sick beats. That, yes, it's been confirmed that Technobots are coming, and the Combaticons are coming also. So they're going to be a wave later on, whether it's wave six and seven. That'll be that'll be to go with those five voyages. And six. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that that does, of course, mean that with each of those figures, there's going to be four more deluxes that are going to go onto the want list. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to form those uh, giant gestalts. So, uh, hello, yes. Hasbro. There's eight more times thirty dollars in your pocket from us. Yes. Well, we can. We know um, Blade only... is already going to be blasted off, remolded. No, that's okay. There's um, only so many times I can sell a kidney. You, you should just do timeshare of your kidney. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I'll right. start selling off bits of my in my liver next. Okay, good luck. Good luck isolating it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about some Takara news. Um, there's not. There's actually not that much for Takara this week, but we do have. Are master- you serious? <laughs> well, we have one item, and that is Masterpiece tracks, which we got some okay. color images of Masterpiece tracks this week. Uh, and it does look much better in blue than its uh, grey plastic test shot, although i got to say, I still like my yellow Binaltech tracks. Uh, and it comes with a mini blaster accessory and a stand and a human. Yes, Raul. Yeah, named yeah. Raul. Takara, Takara, humans Ra- don't matter. Raul. Who is Raul? Ooh, he was Raul. Blaster's, blaster's buddy in two episodes in G1. What's, he, they... doing, what's he doing packed in with tracks? No, well, he was a little break dancer. And then Trax was... Uh, <laughs> this is, Bill, Bill, you uh, Bill, this is not helping. Oh, sorry. No, he was. Just look up the episode Autobop. He was breakdancing away. And, you know, it's all there. It's 80s, man. Oh, and sorry, but I, I think we just got the show he title. Was actually, just look up the episode called Autobop. Autobop. <laughs> That's what it's called. And actually, actually I, I'm met s- him when Trax had a car accident and um, he tried to steal his wheels. <laughs> Legit. 
right. So I'm looking at this picture, and I'm sorry, but that yellow and red Autobot sign is the most ugliest thing. Oh, yeah, that short of weird. Lone Wolf. What is with what is? Oh, it come with? on, man! Lone Wolf is a whole other degree of crap. You can't do that. No, I can and I will. I'm sorry, but that that along with something else that we'll talk about later on you tonight. You say yellow, I say green. What? Looking, what color is the dress? Be, it, might be, it might just be a color issue with the photo, but I think I, if I you look at the, if you look at the one where it's got like the gray and then uh, it yeah, shows like full, all of the bits, it's like. Yeah, it's yellow. It is bright neon yellow with that okay. bright red. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's cartoon accurate. Come on, guys. Is it? I don't care if it's yes. cartoon accurate. It's the it's most atrocious looking thing I've seen besides Lone Wolf. You know you can flip that over and just have a blue chest and put an Autobot sticker there if you like. Can you? Yeah, it's like the Bumblebee's. Um... Okay. Well, look, right. at the, look at the gray prototype, see? Well, we do have one more important issue with this figure, and that's the fact it comes with a stand. I know. Oh, look, that's none okay. The, none of the Autobots have come with stands oh, before. But this, well, this, none of the, there's none a, of the other there's a very good reason to. Cars. No, no, no. None of the other Autobots clearly transformed Fly. into James okay. Bond flying cars. Cars, okay. that's right. I'd say, I'd say Finn McMissile, but yes. No, that's fine. It, it tracks McMissile. Yes. <laughs> well, the other... Um... Thunderbirds unite. <laughs> oh, there's a new Thunderbirds <laughs> no, coming no, too. No, Thunderbirds are go. There's no, no, Thunderbirds Unite, because, you know, got to go with the Combiner Wars theme here. So, a mini blaster. That's good to see. That's pretty that's an cool accessory. accessory. I like that. Yeah, that's a good accessory. And <laughs> Raul. Is, is, he, it, um... is it just a sign of, like, um, Takara just going, yeah, we haven't forgotten you, Blaster. We'll get around to you eventually. If enough people buy him and, like, take photos with him, you just, like... Like... They ha- if they're going to add Raul, who is supposedly, thankfully, according to Bill, a uh, breakdancer, Raul needs to be posable into breakdance moves. So you can have tracks there with the, you know, blaster as the boot box and Raul breakdancing. See, that, that's, that's why they've got the. That's what they've got. That's why they've got blaster. You see, because their boombox got destroyed. Can't you just um like can't you just like go out and buy like a sick breakdancing Ken <laughs> bar- body edition? Good. Because mm. like Plus that'll be possible. On one, one hell of a Rolls Royce too. Like who lets someone like that roll, work on a Rolls Royce? Yeah, you're That's right. Probably. Actually, <laughs> he's working on the Rolls. He's got the no, 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 no. Monkey no, Magic wait, 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 wait. Gold. He's, he's working on a pink Rolls Royce. It's a pink Rolls Royce. He's got the Monkey Magic Gold band around his forehead, yeah. and he's also got a ponytail. So, yeah, I'm actually none, none of which seems to be reflected figure. in the figure. Mm. Uh, no, there is no gold band around his head, and it looks like he has some sort of a Ash Ketchum haircut, so we'll uh, we'll see what the figure's like. He won't even have eyes. So, like, can, like, nah, like, nah. can, we, uh, can we talk about the figure itself, the tracks for a minute? Okay. It's fabulous. So, mm. so, like, he looks pretty good, but he's he's got a very Bonaltech feel to him for me. Oh, the feet, yeah, I can yeah, see. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'm looking at, yeah. Yeah, 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 I can see where you get that from, yeah. And, yeah. It almost kind of looks sort of Gundam-ish, actually, the the way the feet are. Yeah, it, it's like, uh, yeah. I mean, like, like I was saying, Bill Bill sees where I'm where I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. is this is actually probably the first time that um, there's a figure who has already been made as a vinyl tech who's coming out as a masterpiece. So, um, or at least in in sort of their similar form. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. The Corvettes and yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I can yeah. definitely see that. Yeah, the legs, yeah. 
A lot, lot more streamlined though. Looks very good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot better transformation to him, but there's still some there's still some similarities. I think. Well, I mean, I wouldn't well, I, just, I wouldn't uh, pass them, mate, to use all the you know their past design expertise and history. That's true. You know, to sneak in a few cheats here and there, you know. I just have the link. It's not the photo wouldn't let me upload, but um, to a G1 tracks and yeah, his feet are definitely a lot more bulkier. Yeah, he's a lot more of a brick. So, um, so I'm just looking. Those I want to know what kind of shoulder joints they have for like those wheels, because yeah, that that's an interesting feature. Like I've never seen that on any like. Um, it's got to be a ball joint. Or well, much like his G1 self, because, I mean, look at the... Oh, I'd say I it's like his G1. Yeah. Have a look at that shoulder joint. Where is he? Uh, there you are. Oh, okay. I see what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yes. That's, that's, shoulder just, uh, that's shoulder just detached. Um. <laughs> Jesus, what are, you, what are you transforming him with, a jackhammer? No. Uh, hmm, that pin's broken. So well, so yeah. usually, so, what, usually what they do with hinge is, joint from a yeah. G one figure, it just hinges down the arm folds underneath him, and the wing folds out. Yeah, yeah, usually with these figures, the the like the wheels aren't the shoulders. If you look at the second shot, the wheel is clearly stuck to the front of the arm. Yeah, um, yeah and you can yeah, see it, it, it looks cool yeah. though. Like, yeah, sure, it looks cool. Yeah, hoist no. Now, uh, so this is of course all a bit um, a bit you know up in the air because he's not coming out until September. Mm. Um, and what, so, what's his price? He's looking at he's about he's about seventy to eighty dollars um, to buy locally. Is that right? I haven't seen what TFI or BBTS. I haven't checked the prices. Uh, BBTS has got a I think eighty without the coin and eighty eight with the coin. One hundred and five. So, I know Robot Kingdom. I think I don't know a few of them put there up, but I'm just waiting for HLJ. So TF, TFI I think advertised it at eighty, and Premium Collect advertised it at seventy. Mm. Yeah, so about wheeljack price. Yeah. Um, and so which the, is understandable. We're going to find out more about tracks in the coming months because it's going to be until he's not going to be out until September. So we'll, I'm sure oh, we'll yeah. get much more, much more of a look at the figure. Well, that's it. It was only last week we seen the caddy image and said by next week we're going to see color and we've seen color now. So <laughs> we um, each week go ahead. We're going to see more photos of this and hopefully next week we'll see the uh, MP26. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, there, that's there is one more trans, one more masterpiece transformer, and being announced in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, that's yeah. a big gap, though, isn't it? Six months. You it's, know, from, it's not from, unusual. From, from, yeah, but I mean, just looking at Star Saber, you know, as an example, he. I mean, they announced that he won the contest back in November last year. You know, and then they started production. So probably about four. No, months. no, they announced they were making the figure. Yeah, last year he had already won the contest. There was yeah. no contest. That I was mean, just the fans' free, choice. Yeah, the poll. Yeah, free publicity. Like, yeah, I just think six months. And normally, I mean, it's just odd because normally, you know how they'd give those really crappy pixelated silhouettes, and then they'd build up and build up. Remember those reveals? Yeah, that was so annoying. Yeah, yeah. You know. but don't but forget, then, we had we had mu- when we when we get notified of Bumblebee. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's just odd that, you know, they've gone in, they've got a prototype, they've banged out the colours, and they've gone, oh, well, you won't see for another six and a half months, so. <laughs> uh, all right, look, let's, let's, let's move on. Like I said, we will talk about tracks a lot more in the coming months. Um, so we have some third-party news. Um, there is a 
there is Bill going off in the background. No, that's my... Oh, okay. <laughs> Honored plug-in. All right, cool. Uh, so we have a... So DX09 has released uh, their D- D06 carry uh, teaser images. It's hot rod. Um, it's it's hot rod. It's hot rod. It's hot rod. It's probably probably going to be one of the best hot rod figures we've ever seen. There has, because uh, it's hot rod. Because it's hot rod. Instead it's of not trying to be both. And uh, yeah, and more importantly, it's hot rod, and it's not Rodimus either from the RDW comic. So it's actually giving hot rod his own figure for once. I think it's, it's not, been a, it's been a long time since Hot Rod's had his own figure. Since G one? No, I think there was a there was a Hot Rodimus in uh, Energon, wasn't there? Which yeah. is basically Hot Rod, but not not Rodimus. Oh, I suppose we've had the generations. We had the generations Hot Rods, like Linus two pack. Yeah, that's that come true. Out pre movie. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, have they? Re- they haven't actually released pictures of him. No, they've released a silhouette. Silhouettes, yep. Mm. And there has been a bit of a debate and controversy. It's, it's actually kind of weird to see the amount of the amount of discussion generated over his name. They've called him Carrie. Um, <laughs> Carrie because he carries the team once uh, you know Optimus dies. That's pretty much what people are saying. <laughs> Carry the team. <laughs> He, he I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone for that. But he does also well carry done. the Matrix. Um, <laughs> uh, it doesn't yeah. carry it. They weld it to his chest. No, that's in the comics, but yeah. Uh, but um, so uh, then in, um, uh, of course, calling him Carrie could just mean that, you know, whenever he gets really angry, everything in the room explodes. <laughs> that's just bringing a slightly different franchise there. That's a good oh, yeah. way of describing it, but way, it's not a figure I'll get. It's not something I will get. I will look, once once we actually get a proper look at it, I, I, I'm a bit of a hot rod fan, I guess. Like, I guess I'm I guess I'm a, I'm a more than meets the eye Rodimus fan, but that sort of extends to everything else. So I, I don't mind. I've got Masterpiece Hot Rod on my desk. He's in hot rod mode, not Rodimus. So you know. Yeah, but that hot rod mode doesn't. If you if you kept him as Rodimus from the movie, he'd be right. But we really need a hot rod. No, 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 no. He's in, he's in. So he's in hot rod mode, and the trailer is still in the box because it's a Japanese one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So no, he's definitely hot rod. Anyway, uh, so look, uh, I don't actually know the details about when this is going to be released. I think it's a few months away still. Does anyone know? Well, we haven't seen color images just... yet, so it's going to be at least a month or two. Okay. Cool. Um, so look, we'll talk about that more soon when it comes out. Uh, Make Toys has a uh, Utopia variant called Dystopia coming out. Now, Utopia uh, is their Metroplex figure. and Dystopia. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Dystopia uh, will be on sale for a limited time from March 10th to April 15th. Mm-hmm. And it'll cost a cool $380 US uh, with a flat shipping rate of $57. <laughs> and how much is that for our Australian fans? That is 560 bucks. Bam. Yeah. Um, so now the other thing is that looking at the picture of it, it seems it looks like it's purposely been given like diaclone colours or something. Is Met- Metro Titan? I was going to say, is it Metro Titan or is it Mat- Max? Uh, not. No, nah, it's Metro Titan. That's yeah. the Metroplex Decepticon repaint. It okay. looks terrible. I do not care what anybody says. It is terrible. It'd be interesting if they could actually. Um, 
So in, in the comics, Metroplex is one of the Titans, and so there are others. There's a in Dark Cybertron. There's a Necro Titan, which is sort of like undead, and uh, Shockwave commands it to attack the Autobot city and stuff. So it'd be interesting to see if they do a, sort of a Necro Titan design instead of this sort of really clean and bright colours. So, well, they could they could bring it into Combiner Wars with uh, Cyclonus with all his mind powers, using the power of his using mind. the power of his mind to yeah. get the limbs to say you're you're my right hand. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's quite what he uses his mind powers for, but that's okay. <laughs> I know what I'd use my mind powers for. Okay, uh, let's move on. Um, G Creations, they've got a, a Dinobot combiner that there's... <laughs> yeah. okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> As a kid, who didn't want to see their Dinobots combine? Me. Oh, me. <laughs> Y'all, y'all are unadventurous. No, I, I'll never forget, man. I was at school, and one of the guys was like, oh, no, the Dinobots can combine, man. I'm like, well, do it then. He's like, no, it's a secret mode. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, I, can, I just, can I just point out that yes. I, lo- I love the fact that every time we, every time we quote someone that we don't like, oh, it's like this, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, stupid yeah. voice. Yeah. Like, uh. yeah. It's like showing no, it's a secret yeah. mode. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... You guys know what's coming up. Dinobot combiners. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got two companies doing it, so... Of course we do. They all copy each other now. Hmm. But like, that's only okay, cool. okay, so just just bringing it back. We've got this yeah. Grimlock, and it is ugly. It is like... I don't think it's that ugly. Okay, it, it, it's, it's not ugly do, it's from not my opinion. Fun. It's my. It is seriously like they decided to grab a fuller Cybertron and slap the G1 colors and give it double D-sided breastplates. <laughs> wow! When you like put seriously, it that look way. at that chest, man. Like, That's in that torso oh, I think I think it looks fine, and I think it does look very G1. Do Roddy Eight? We'll just backstep a bit. Jason, do you have the Takara Hasbro MP8? I do. You do, Bill? Do you have MP8? Yes, I, I mean I haven't, I, I haven't touched it, but I have no, Daniel, it's Daniel you haven't. You've only got Aston Storm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to mute myself while I go and get it. I'll be back. All right, that for me, we had this discussion. No, it hasn't been released yet. Um, on Quakewave being the epitome of G1 Shockwave, and mm. you can't see anyone doing a better job. Mm. The Hasbro, or I've got the Takara one of Grimlock. Um, it's it's Grimlock. Do you want to know a secret? I don't know how anyone could make it any better, and this figure definitely is not better. It's not. They've added yes, they've added more detail to the molding, but that's not G one. He's got oh, some big fat holy hell. They've actually, like, pretty much just ripped off the Masterpiece mould, haven't they? And a few amendments here and there to... You I'm, know, going to say, the, I'm going to say the engineering, the transformation is the G1... Uh, with the, um, the engineering for transformations ripped off straight off the Masterpiece mould. No, but, like, like, like... So, even... So, looking at the Combiner's Legend picture that's got five different pictures of Grimlock... Mm. The the top right one is basically the picture from the back of the box. Yeah, it's totally yeah. it. And if you look at it, like everything is, everything is just it's completely ripped <coughs> off. 
Mm. Wow. Except that they've made it more into you know, a torso mode. Looking. Mm. Yeah, there's, yeah, lot, there's so, a lot so more detail to the mold that they've done. Yeah. Like, they've taken the mold and they've gone right. Let's let's sculpt a whole lot more detail into it to make it that much different. But it doesn't make it better. Do so we know how big this is going to be? It's more masterpiece. five masterpieces. So. Yeah. Is well, a torso no. for their combiner, so you're going to be looking at. Um, but hang on, we don't necessarily look, know that it's a masterpiece size, do we? Yeah, well, the, the yeah their, their combiners are all masterpiece size. Yeah. Hmm, okay. It's masterpiece combiners. Um, but I mean, we do have small masterpieces, like we've got Bumblebee and Wheeljack and Co. Yeah, nah, nah. This isn't. This is the individual bot modes, Grimlock. Um, and all their other ones are oh. all masterpiece sized. Oh, I just realised that the uh, the second picture, the one below, is actually showing masterpiece Grimlock next to it. Yeah. So it's actually bigger than masterpiece Grimlock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he's a torso, he's bigger. He, he's not much bigger, but he has definitely got much more mass. Mass. Yeah, you look at those arms and those legs. <laughs> and that giant, giant freaking chest. Yeah, the chesticles are uh, in full bloom, but um. I don't, I don't really have a problem with the chest design, like. It's not the design. It just okay. So if you look at it, they've all got it sort of side on, except for that front view bit where it's he's pointing the gun in the top picture. Mm-hmm. It seriously looks like it kind of like they've decided to pull back the uh, hips and thrust out the chest, like all manly, like, and it just makes it look. But then, oh, double oh the size. he's sucking it. Yeah, he's sucking air big time. <laughs> <laughs> But so, I mean, like that's a it's a very common thing with Transformers designers to like have a like a really bulky chest, like he's been working out too much at the gym. Or Espe- you know, especially with, but especially with Dinobots, like you know they're they're supposed to look like big hulking brutes. So like, I don't really have a problem with the chest design, like I said. And don't forget, last week we only discussed on onslaught uh, um <coughs> with the Generations Devastator. Mm-hmm. This guy is the torso. So he has to be bulky because he's going to have four masterpiece figures. I have no, I have no problem with like him being bulky because of that. It it's just like it just looks weird whereas like I expect long haul to be a fat a big sumo <laughs> because uh, look enough. at what his old mode is meant to be. It's a bit harsh, but anyway. Yeah, I'm just going to um it's not his fault he's fat. I mean, you know, he's 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 tried, you know, not not drinking all the cement. Yeah, he's tried the paleo diet. It's just not working. Mm. I'm okay. sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Because the only thing in his paleo diet is his fellow Dinobots. <laughs> <laughs> if you can kill it, you can eat it. Hey. <laughs> okay. Like, let's uh, let, let's let's move on from questionable Dinobot combiners, and let's uh, talk about questionable third-party toys. Ah, bam. Uh, so, uh, play, play With This 2 has uh, emerged with more information this week. It is a Kickstarter project for a toy line from, I believe it's Aaron Archer. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Simon Furman and company. Yeah, yeah. For, so, formerly of Hasbro and some other toy companies. And uh, so, everyone says they're doing Pretender-style figures, but I don't quite see that in them. But they're doing a... They're doing a. They're making a series of figures with interchangeable parts called the Lost Protectors. With um, mm. there's going to be some add-on packs that have different limbs and accessories. And that, if you hear a noise in the background, it's my cat playing with the box behind me. Yes. Um, there's a. Yes. 
He can't hear you. I've got headphones on. Uh, so they are actually asking Kickstarter for eighty thousand US dollars, uh, and they're currently at about uh, forty-six to forty-eight thousand with twenty-three days left. So mm. unless something really goes wrong, it looks like they'll hit their goal. Unless they just sort of lose a bit of momentum in their game. Now, so these aren't actually transformers. So I do think it's it's worth asking: Are you guys interested in these figures? Did you no. back it, and at what level? No, no, and zero. To be quite honest, looking at it now, some of it actually kind of reminds me of the Legionnaires. Uh, the Centurions, sorry. Yeah, see, I don't see Pretenders in it at all. So you don't see, like, the uh, Bomb Burst and... No, but uh, maybe... Skull, skull Green and stuff, you know, the big vampire with the, the pads, the purple and the big horns and stuff. No, see, the... see, I, see, I really don't, because the point with Pretenders was that those are just the shells. They weren't actually... The yeah, but, well, yeah. Too, but yeah. Aaron, Aaron Archer's ripped off the design of the shells. <laughs> That's what he's done. And That's it's what you can do when you work at Hasbro. Yeah, and he knows how close he can fly to the sun. So, you know, <laughs> exactly. So has anyone, on the, uh, has anyone currently on the podcast backed play with this too? No. So none of us will be playing with this too at this rate. Yes. It's just... Yeah, it's just... I don't mind the figures. I like the look at the figures, but I'm concentrating on getting the end. All right, so, done. So, so looking at the, uh, like, TF wiki, and, like, mm-hmm. for the uh, the pretenders, and then looking at Play With This 2, mm-hmm. how close can you get without being smacked <laughs> with copyright? <laughs> oh, that's it, so it has been a long time since they did those figures. Yeah. yeah, but as far as intellect, I mean, look, I mean, you can see, I mean, using a character as a base like Octopunch, for instance, I think they called him Ancient Astronaut or something. Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. Like, Aaron Archer, really, dude? Like, I don't think that's anything original. Yeah, the mix and match parts and the tech drone and stuff. But you show any, like, you show a Transformers fan his character art and they'll be like, yeah, you know, that's Bomb Burst or that's Skull Green or that's Landmine or that's Stranglehold. So you can clearly see where they've got their influence from. Oh yeah. So 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 f- for me, when people say that they're pretender, like I expect them to crack open and there'd be a robot yeah, inside, okay. and they're yeah. not. That's that's why I don't really see pretenders in them. Okay, but the figures themselves, um, yeah. Jason. Yeah. Sure. So the, the the figures do bear a bit of a passing resemblance to pretenders out of shells, but they were never really a toy that I really cared about. The the thing that I cared about with the pretenders was the bots inside, mm. and these don't have them. Well, they got their tech, tech drones now. So that's yeah. what all them now. Yeah. Well, so they're, they're the additional toys that they're going to pack in with some figures as well. I, I guess the problem that I have with the whole line of, um, what are they called, Lost Protectors, is that there's no real, there's, there's nothing that actually tells me why I should care about these toys. Like, there's no fiction that describes them. There's, oh. There's no, there's no overarching plot line or anything. And Simon Furman will fix that. Oh, no, I really don't want him to. Oh yeah, he's part of the gang, the Motley Crew. So have I? Have I not told you why I don't really want Furman to write any more Transformers? No, but go on. Okay, so the problem that I have with Furman's Transformers stories is that he escalates way too far, way too much, mm. and so he'll go, he'll take, he'll take you a little, little battle between Autobots and Decepticons, and he'll turn it into a point where the fate of the world 
is in the balance, but it'll be fixed with some kind of a some kind of a you know god of the machine, god god from the machine, you know, Deus Ex Mach- Deus Machine, Machina, Machina, whatever you want to pronounce <laughs> Machina. the thing. Uh, so he'll, he'll fix it with some stupid little plot point. <laughs> But then, but then, and then he'll then Key like he'll vector sigma. But then he'll escalate it again until like three issues later, you've got gods doing battle, and you know it's, it goes back to like the the point of the universe. You know, what, I just want transformers that transform into cars and planes and fight each other. I don't really care about whatever happened at the start of time. Mm. <laughs> and have you, have you checked out GoBots? <laughs> uh, so no I check out more than meets the eye <laughs> machine man man that's all yeah. so um so uh, I see before we uh before we move on too much someone's pasted something lovely into the uh into the run sheet called Nemesis from uh Make Toys yeah that was me um Luke Carnell posted it 17 minutes ago um as looks- we're as we're recording anyway as we're recording Yep. Yeah, as we're recording on a Friday. Um, that looks pretty hot. It looks Except awesome. Except I don't understand why he has a cape, and I don't understand why he has chains around him. Because capes and chains are cool, man. Fair enough. No um, caps. It, no caps. That does this look, that does look pretty awesome. So, Make Toys Nemesis, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm quite liking the look of that. Uh, who is it actually? Is it just meant to be like Nemesis Prime, or is there more to it than that? Why we? This is. I believe it old. is Nemesis Prime. It is on sale on March the sixth, so it is indeed. It is indeed old. I was going to say I've seen this months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's been around for a while. Now, but it mm-hmm. is actually available now. So yeah, and if it's they a, can, if they can do a Dark of the Moon Megatron with those chains linked across his chest. So it's, a, it's $139.99 from MakeToys.com. Oh, JP, sorry. US? Uh, I believe it's US. No. And you can, 200. You will, get 200. It will ship for $16.95 flat rate. Or deluxe packaging, which adds an additional outer box and packing, packaging materials for another $10. Yeah. So what, what, what happens... What? Wait, what happens yeah. if you don't pay for the additional outer box and packing materials? Do they just stick a postage stamp on it and drop it in the yeah. mail? Yeah. They do it Amazon with their Predaking box set. They just stack, stick the address label on it and off she goes. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. I'll pay I, mean, I, I don't know. I'm just taking the piss. But oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, it, it is oddly... Uh, so so 100, $156 US or 166 US to ship to Australia. So, mm. See, US. I don't see that being yeah, too 200. much of a problem because this is by the same company that made Hypernova. Yeah. So you've already got one, don't you? Um, I don't have a hypernova. I wish I could. Oh, I thought you want. I thought you wanted. Oh, you wanted one. Yeah. Yeah. So if I can hunt one down, I would definitely get both of these together. Because. But then, but again, it's the same toy that did dystopia that we're just bagging the crap out of. <laughs> I don't care. This looks cooler than dystopia. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It does look quite cool. Okay. Look. Uh, so let's let's go back on to let's go back look actually the, the last news story that we have here is pretty simple age of extinction was dishonored at the golden raspberry awards <laughs> i don't think any of us are actually surprised by this uh, i wouldn't say dishonored it's the golden raspberry award <laughs> it's, it, it's <laughs> so everything the oscars is they say it's the opposite of the oscars so <laughs> So, as, as we say, it's under the shadow of the Oscars. So, Transformers Age of Extinction took home two 
golden statues, as we said in the run sheet, for worst director, Michael Bay, uh, and worst supporting character, Kelsey Grammer. Uh, Which did, is odd. It did miss out on the worst picture award. Mm. So, so on the question of whether they're golden statues or not, I think they should just be miniature golden renditions of the poo emoji. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Stephen Nard. Yeah. No, they shouldn't even be gold renditions. They should just be made out of like a Lego architecture. They could just be made Lego. out of poo. They should just be poo. Yeah. Because <laughs> Congra- of a congrat- giant congrat- sack congratulations. of manure. We're just going to run run past you in the street and just throw manure at you. You've won the golden raspberries. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, 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 Brad. I think you you said that you thought the worst director award was unjustified. Yes. Go on. I, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to hear you justify your unjustified remarks. Yes. On a, on a defeat now. Oh. Um, <laughs> we'll be here for a while. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think I was still going off. Um, I wasn't going off the Guardians hate. <laughs> no, you and that Guardians man, let it go, brother. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Well, there's Frozen, so there's definitely hate there. Although I think it was the year before. Um, I'm, I'll, look, I'm just going to say three three out of four people think that it was probably justified. You know, actually, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say two out of four because like two out of four. I actually don't really care. Um, like I don't, I don't think he's a bad director. I think he's actually quite skilled because of all of the different elements that he's actually bring, been able to bring together to make a movie. Uh, I don't think the direction was bad. I just don't think the movie was that good. Oh, it's uh, I don't know how you can make much of a movie um, out of tits. Uh, explosions. Oh, can, no, come on, come on, Oi. that's not fair. Oi, woo <laughs> back there! <laughs> can I go look at? Um... Glad I'm gonna edit this part out. Um, oh, what's his name? Don't edit this part out. It's funny. Um, no, I'm editing. I'm editing this part out. Don't you worry. Um, you know, Robocop. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven. Classic in the top five of tropes he does in a movie is TNA. So, tits yeah. I, I know this. Always welcome. But they're I, not. I know this. Not I know as, this. Like, but like, yeah, it's um, not hard to nail it down, Pat. I don't think Transformers: Age of Extinction was a TNA movie. No, 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 no. But still, I don't. I don't blame Bay. Blay, uh, blame Bay. <laughs> blame Bay. Bay. Bay at least makes it fun. He's the blamed. Yeah, you might look back at his movies of the last ten years. Yes, they've been shit, but they've had fun moments. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, th- I, I like think, the I movies, okay? Like, uh, I'm going to be honest here. I like the movies. They could be done better. I'm not one for the, the constant hate that they get because... They can be done a lot worse. Exactly. Uh, like, they yeah, could be done Stan with, like... Kubrick took over it. Oh, but it's so, little, little hard is dead, but, you know... Well, I, th- I, think the main, I think the main thing here is that... None of us particularly, I think, are willing to put Michael Bay up for worst director. I just don't. Th- I just don't think that the movie. The movie didn't make me feel strongly for or strongly against it. So it really, it probably didn't deserve to take home golden raspberries. Yeah. The thing is, after uh, the 07 movie, we had that, and most people will say, most fans will say that's their favourite of the four because that come first and the excitement was there. Revenge of the Fallen come along, and that pretty much soured most fans to the series. Dark Moon picked it up a little bit, and then 
Age of Extinction. Okay. Um, I, I still am trying to figure out why they made Devastator a dog. I think we're in the weeds. If you knew the mass with all those Constructicons, there's no way that thing could stand up like the G1 did. So there's real world engineering going into that, but this is something for a completely different topic. It is. Speaking um, of real world engineering, collection editions, what have we got? Bill moving us along very nicely. <laughs> there. About well, as subtle as an axe in the head. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've been crimped. I, th- I, th- I think that brings the news section to a close, and now we're, it's a bit of it's a bit of self indulgence. Let's let's talk about toys that we added to our collections this week. Uh, so, Bill, did you get anything? Uh, zero. <laughs> Brad, I know you got some stuff. Do you want to tell us? Yes, I was gifted um, last weekend. Went to a Target in Wodonga here, and um, they had the Combinables figures on. They had eight superior uh, silver bolts. They had two primes of the Voyager, and then they had two sets of limbs to make up Superion. And I mentioned a little bit too loud that how much these looked a lot better in person than um, than any any reviews I'd seen. They're sort of like, yeah, I can still see that stupid plastic sort of look to them. I I agree. They do look a lot better in person. Yeah. And... I got home yesterday and the wife had got me not all Wave 1, but everything to make up Superion, which was the four limbs and Silverbolt. So who have you got a double of? All of them. None. But the four four limbs aren't in Wave 1. No, 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 sorry. The the three aerial bot limbs and the one... Oh, I see you got drag strip as well. Okay. Yeah, wave one, wave so one. It's, it's Superion-ish. Yeah, Superion, wave one, or... Yeah, wave one, minus the legends. Um, and... Cool. Superion, it's so simple, but the engineering works really well. I'm, I'm really happy with it. It's not G1, it's close. Um and all his limbs they uh they work quite nicely. Um drag strip has a little bit of a wobbly leg syndrome going on, but as for the rest of them, like the engineering now they come together. Um Alpha Bravo he's a great little figure. So um cool. I can't wait for blades, man. Seriously. Speaking of Alpha Bravo. That's a different colour. I know, like, I just cannot wait for it. I don't know why, but this blade sort of... Wait until they remould in the blast off. Then you'll be happy. Uh, Yeah. uh, (laughs) So, Bill, have you actually got them and taken them out of the box? Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) No. I bought one. I bought a second one. I bought Air Raid on a whim. I was out and about, and I've seen him, and... um, I've gone Air Raid was my first aerial bot, and I just really want, you know what I mean, just get in there, mm. see what all the fuss is about. So, yeah, I just, I've only got the one open combinable toy. The rest are still in their boxes. I thought we had, a, we, we had cracked your uh, need for uh, uh, sealed goodness. Oh, no, 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 no. I, uh, I, I've, I've bought something this week that I'm not opening as well. Oh, yes, yes. Actually, yes. I, I, I bought two things this week, one of which I will open. But, uh, so I bought, uh, I found on eBay last weekend someone selling a Beat Gugal. 
Mm-hmm. That yeah. sounds like a Nimbus Prime. Well, so if you, if you guys remember back, I'm not sure if it was episode zero or episode one. If it was episode zero, I understand if you don't remember because it's quite an ask. But if it, I think it might have been in episode one, we were talking about the the Generation One Decepticons catalog, and I said I stopped this and I was like, wait, wait, what the hell is a deluxe Insecticon? Yep. And mm-hmm. I had never noticed them in, in the catalog before. Mm. And uh, so someone, I think, I think it was probably you, Bill, corrected me or you know told me what they were and where they'd come from, and I did a little bit yeah. of research, and then I amazingly i was i was just looking up uh, i was looking up stuff on ebay last weekend while i was moving house this was happening and i found a a beat google which they're a uh, they're a, a, a beetle or beat beat r series or something and so beat google is actually the name of beatrice yeah yeah uh, they only actually ended up producing two of the figures themselves the japanese company that made the toys because they were just basically going broke at the time and uh, they saw, they licensed the models to someone to make cheaply, and then I think he licensed them to someone in America, and they licensed it to Hasbro, uh, which uh, is why Hasbro produced all four figures, but um, the original Japanese company only made two of them. I think they were. I'm um, uh, memory's fuzzy on this, but I think they were produced by Takatoku. Yeah, yeah, which then Bandai bought out. So, so yeah, so I, I did a bit of research on this today because I knew I was going to have to talk about it. But, yeah, so that wasn't how Hasbro found them, though. Because ha- Bandai bought them out, but they basically just wanted the Macross VF1. Yeah, yeah. Um, and ha- Hasbro just licensed them from Bandai. Well, so apparently Hasbro licensed them from someone else entirely. Oh, okay. Um, but, now, but now Bandai and Hasbro are rivals, and so Bandai yeah. won't license them to them again because nah. they now own them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I now own a deluxe Insecticon weeks after not knowing what the hell they were. <laughs> and I tell you what, it's a, so the auction was it was mint in box off eBay. Oh, 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 it cost about it cost I think it, the figure cost about fifty five bucks and it cost oh, about twelve oh, oh. bucks to ship. Oh, well done. So well it wasn't done. bad at all. Well, nice. Done. So you've got basically a chop shop. Nice. Yeah, it's chop shop. Um, that, that's why I was saying that name is actually quite important to me this week. Yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, I have asked the seller if they have any of the other ones, and they said no. So, oh well. But I might, I'm, I might make that my thing. I might go and find all the uh, all the the pre Transformers deluxe Insecticons, which, which shouldn't be that hard. I only need to find one more. But yeah, uh, three more. No, they never produced the others. They they went bankrupt. Mm. So like, no, that, I thought they did. Um... Yeah, God, I'm going to have to look at this again. No, I thought see, that, that's, that's how Hasbro ended up with the other ones, is because they licensed the molds to someone to make cheap versions of them, <laughs> and that's the ones that Hasbro licensed. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, so I have a big go. Other than that, I do have a Transformers Combiners Wars toy. I, I, I went to Target this week, and I accidentally Megatroned. <gasps> how do you accidentally... <laughs> I walked past that... the shelf, and it leapt out at me, and I accidentally went to the till and paid for it. He seems to be short packed because not, there's not too many people finding him. Oh, I've seen there's plenty of people it, finding him. There's oh, heaps in Wagga. There's, there's <laughs> Stop trying to make everyone visit Wagga. <laughs> hey, I'm a lonesome person right now. Okay, I'm like, there's there's literally two Transformers collectors in all of Wagga. So you got and no I'm problem one of them. Trying to find. We have you know. a new member that joined this week. He is in Colcan. Oh, I do not recall the name. I do not know where that is. That's just a train of Wogger and Aubrey. Right. Um, 
so, yeah. so that so that's I think that's it for collection editions this week. We so we, you got you got Megatron. I got a G one Megatron style G one style Megatron from uh, Combiner Wars because. Are you it. liking the color, the chrome? Uh, silver. It's, it's sitting in the Maya bag still. I did buy it at Target, but it's in a Maya bag because that's how I got it home from work. Because that's how I roll. Um, but <laughs> yeah, okay. no, look, let me let me get it out. We'll talk about it next week then. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. probably a good idea. I can like I can get him out now. The 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 box is uh, the box looks very pretty. It's been uh, it's not been opened yet. So uh, how do you feel like doing a bill? Are you gonna just do a bill and just like not open on, the box? Not, not on not on this figure. Like they, do these, it. I don't see these figures uh, like attracting value in years. I, to I come. don't know how. Like I know you like you've got some really good stuff, Bill. But thank you. Like if you're buying like something like Combiner Wars and something that isn't going to be like <laughs> yeah worth anything in like two years time, I would just open it and play with it. I love the yeah, fact that you think not, in two it's years. Not, it's not about it's not about whether you know I'm gonna make a mint for me ten years, Dan. Do you know what I mean? Like just twenty years. Yeah, you know if <laughs> that was the, if that was the case, I just wouldn't collect any of the new stuff and concentrate on vintage. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just. I do it because every time I open that door, I want to see a toy shop. <laughs> but, it's, but it's more so, and we can have a discussion on collections and everything in a later episode. But if you have everything, re, everything retail in one collection, that's going to be worth a lot more if you try and flog it off as a single item. Oh, yeah, but that's the thing. I have no intention of, do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's, it's, I just yeah, think but... Bill just has more willpower than I do. <laughs> I, I don't think I could sit in a room full of wonderful, wonderful toys that are still unpunched and fresh oh, as if they come off the showroom floor. I would you be. Know, you know what oh. a bitch it is to find unpunched cards, man. Oh. I've spent the last two days with score. Uh, it's not score. I saw sitting on the uh, the cupboard here. I just want to open him, but I haven't had time. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move us on. We have three questions for feedback. It looks like. Yeah, we'll go yeah. up these three because... Right, we've got, so we got, we got three. We asked very quickly in the group tonight because we are doing a Friday record. Mm. But uh, if there is something you want to hear us talk about, let us know in the group. Um, we often do put feedback posts up to ask people questions. Or you can send feedback if you just want to give us feedback to transformerscca at gmail.com. Uh, and, of course, um, you know, talk to us on the Facebook page. So questions for this week. Uh, first up, Combiner Wars. Again, uh, Benny asks, Combiner Wars Hasbro versus Takara. Do we have opinions on the two superiorons? First up, that's question Hell one. Hell yeah. Takara one's much better. What is the, the difference? Tom- well, they've repainted Fireflight as Slingshot, so instead of having the goofy chopper, you actually get the four planes and Silverbolt. But hang on, so you say they've repainted the chopper as a plane. That's no, 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 like no, no, no. Repaint. Repainted. <laughs> they've gotten rid of the chopper, and they've mm. repainted Fireflight as Slingshot. Oh, okay, right. And so they've okay. you know, white feet and white hands too, and a few other color changes here and there okay all right cool yeah they've made him more g1-esque yeah very so I, I think it's fair to assume that not because i didn't know the differences i'm not going to weigh in with an opinion on this one <laughs> i i've been looking at it that's why i haven't really like bought um hasbro's uh superion ish yet i'm kind of thinking i should buy you know really the glad that's taking off. <laughs> yeah um, well, that's the thing like if you want i mean i 
I mean, I'm getting both, but like, there's. I mean, if you guys maybe just think, get the Takara set and just buy Alpha Bravo from Target for twenty bucks. Yeah, to to be fair, also the Takara set is available pretty cheap from local it importers. Is. Absolutely. So, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so Benny's second question is: uh, Do we have thoughts on the future release of Combiner Wars Thundercracker? It's Thundercracker. Just it, it just works, and it's Hasbro. That's a seeker. It's a bit disappointing that he doesn't come with his uh, movie script. I think someone said in the group, which I agree with. Um, Thundercracker in the comics is not really an Autobot, not really a Decepticon anymore. He hides on Earth. He he consumes Earth soap operas. He has a puppy, um, yeah. and he's right. And he's writing he's writing a screenplay, um, and it's terrible. Like it's it's legitimately terrible. They they quote bits of his screenplay throughout the comic, and it's just it's legitimately bad. If ever we need a reason why comics need to be burned, that's no, it's, in, it's it's intentionally bad. He has a puppy. He has a puppy because he. Hey, hey, th- hey! Th- if th- I was th- a th- giant th- robot and I needed to repent for my ways, I'd buy myself a puppy too. <laughs> th- th- Thundercracker has decided that he likes Earth culture, uh-huh. and so he's turned on the Decepticons. He helped the Autobots, and now he's a bit of an exile. So when they all left and went back to Cybertron, he stayed behind. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next next question is... You're not going to like this one. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'll okay, Stephen Gardy asks the question about Dreamwave comics. The Dreamwave years, yay or nay, do you think the comics from that era hold up today? And what was our our anticipation of the relaunch at the time? I think I may be the only one who's read the Dreamwave comics. Yep. Am I right? Okay, so for me, the the Dreamwave relaunch of Generation 1 was all about the artwork because the artwork just looked amazing. It was as if they'd taken stills stills from the cartoon and just updated them, airbrushed them. The character designs were all bang on for the cartoon. And the artwork was amazing, but Dreamwave imploded quite famously. They weren't paying their artists, and so shit went, shit went sideways for them and it went really badly. I think it is really easy to bag... Dreamwave's G1 comics in the shadow of stuff like More Than Meets the Eye and what IDW is currently doing, but don't forget that they gave us some pretty awesome moments because they 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 spent a whole reveal of like Ultra Magnus trying to save Prime and seeing like seeing bits of his armor lying around the lying around the room as if you know you think making you think that he's been destroyed and torn apart until you find out that in the IDW universe Ultra Magnus actually really is a white version of Optimus Prime he is Prime's brother and the Magnus armor is actually a thing that they've carried into IDW now as well and so you know it, it actually finally explained why the why the toy of Ultra Magnus came with a white version of Optimus Prime because he was really Magnus so yeah, they they had the capacity to deliver some really awesome moments. I think they were only just starting to hit their stride with their uh, their ongoing series when um, you know it just all came apart under them. And in fact, you know now I'm actually I'm actually feeling like I should probably go back and reread Dreamwave's run and see how see how it holds up now. Uh, I'm going to take on the next one. Go for it. Um, I have one Sean. Answer. So go on. <laughs> Uh, Sean, I can't pronounce your last Buchanan. name. Buchanan. thank you. Mm-hmm. Asked, it has been brought up a few times recently, but do you think there should be an MP release for Beast Wars figures? Bill, can you mm. give us the sound effect, please? No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go against you for this. I mm-hmm. wish they. Did. I wish they did. Like, I would be really, really happy with four or five, maybe. That's going to take like years. 
Okay. Imagine how long it took us to get five masters. Daniel, how are they going to scale with the current MPs, though? That is one big question. I d- d- it's not, do they it's really not, need to scale? Really. They don't. No. D- do they, they really need, need to scale? They, they were beasts. Like beasts. They'll, just be, they'll, just, they'll just be a different series if they do them. I don't think they're going to do them anyway, but yeah. I would be happy with, like, Masterpiece as a whole is, like, yes, a type of scale, or it, it is more like an accurate representation of what they were either in the comics or if they're in the show. Man, I'd be happy with, like, as I said, four or five or oh, no, even I was, two. I was just thinking about the Even episodes. the main two. Give us, give us a Beast Wars Megatron and a Beast Wars Primal. Yeah, like the original so, Primal and the original... Yeah, not the Transmetal, just the originals, even though the lighter ones were better. Um, so, so, Beast Wars was actually insanely popular in Japan, so I can sort of see them doing it, but and what, what's going to happen is, if they do it, though, is that they're not going to have any figure sales from those of us who want G1 Masterpieces for a year. But how is that different to Star Saber? Well, I bought Star Saber, didn't I? Yes, and if there, was a, if there was a Beast Wars Megatron or Primal, I can guarantee there'd be international people buying it. Like I said, it's, it was very popular in Japan. I can totally see them buying it, but I, I don't know. I, I, I just I reckon, don't see I reckon, it. I reckon Primal and Megatron would be just as popular, if not more, with international buyers than Star Saber. Probably. Yeah, uh, well, but, I mean... But uh, so, being, so being yeah. the main two... Benny also does point out that they did do a Bayformers Bumblebee and Starscream, although to be very, yeah. very to be very specific about that, they were not MP series; they were MPM, so they and, could do an MPB. Yeah, they could, but I mean, nah. but that's that's the other thing. Like once we got to MP10, diecast went out the window. I don't think any any of the new figures have got diecast. Not even the pins for the wheels. No, a, a steel. So there's no steel in the, in the figures whatsoever. The so diecast is actually really, really expensive a, to produce, and yeah, it's really like, heavy yeah, and really expensive MP, to ship. I mean, MP Rodimus had it in his feet, though, didn't he? So yeah. they used to use it as a structural thing. They just yeah. don't do it like an MP one, where yeah. you know the bottom half is just a blunt well, object. Well, my my main my main uh, contribution <laughs> yeah. to the diecast scale would be Quake Wave. Because he's yeah. so heavy, he's got the diecast feet and everything else. But to have like none of the figures since MP10 have had diecast in them, even Soundwave, um, all the big figures haven't had it. You can't. But I, I mean, I don't. So they, I don't, so they don't, I don't have it. So what, what are they going to do? Yes, yes, they're Star got steel in him. Diecast. Who? Star Saber's got diecast in him. Yeah, but that's it's a structural thing, though. It's not yeah, a yeah. That's, that's Magnus, a di- different designer. Has yeah. Magnus? Yeah, from what I've read, he's it actually doesn't, got, doesn't look like it from the video. It's not diecast like as in the traditional feet, but you know they have. Yeah, used yeah it. but he's got diecast right. pieces. So, in so it. what are we saying about diecast? Like that's not really important for Beast Wars uh, masterpieces. Well, no, what I'm trying to say is since MP10 diecast has been a less a lesser important ingredient, air quotes, in the design of the figure. The Hunt for the Decepticons, Starscream, and the... What's the... Uh, Bayformers Bumblebee. Oh, yeah, there was, was that Bumblebee. Um, 
that's more so fan hate of the designs more so than what the figures actually are. Like that hunt for the Skepticon Starscream, yes, it's a Bay design or Hasbro design. It's a masterpiece figure in my eyes. The Revenge of the Fallen Optimus Prime, that's a masterpiece figure. Complexity, engineering, design, alt mode is spot on. So, so the combiner was Megatron as masterpiece scale. Yeah, but it's not masterpiece level. No, it's, 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 no, it's masterpiece because it's, it's, it's trying to be a G one Megatron yeah. in bottom mode, but trying to be something else in alt mode. It's not, and that's fine. So, so, but so, still, what are we saying about Beast Wars in here? I, I actually, seriously, I, I think what he's getting at is, is like. The, the, they should be classified as masterpiece. Like the, there's there's nothing concrete other than the complexity, the ingenuity, and the accuracy of the execution mm. of the figures to their TV, movie, or comic counterpart. So I, so, I th- so then are we, are we saying that we could we could be quite happy if they were to release like you know a a leader leader style uh, Optimus Primal and Megatron from Beast Wars just in like generations. No, I I want it. I don't like, think. I I want it in. You know the pretty black box that comes in with the G, like you know pretty <laughs> yeah. black box that says masterpiece. Mm. So what you you're know. saying? What you're saying is that without diecast being a thing in the masterpiece line, they could well do it easily. Yeah, it's it's it needs a lot bigger discussion than what we're going to give it now. Um, yes, there's. I, I think I think forty percent. There's forty percent of the collectors that are G oneers. Ortia, I grew up with Beast Wars. There's people, Dylan, uh, Dylan, Daniel, you grew up with Amada and the Unicron trilogy. Like, who can deny you the a masterpiece Amada Prime fire truck? Like, it's well, Hasbro and Takara can. Ma, the, the, as far as I can see, the masterpiece line is to take a previous figure from earlier on. Yes, maybe Amada's not quite early enough. Um, improve it, mate. The joints, okay. everything else, alt mode, bot mode. I, I, so I'm fine with you guys having Beast Wars masterpieces if they come out. I'm just not going to buy them. But that's fine. You're allowed to yeah. have them. Yeah, and but that's the thing. Like, I didn't buy Ultra Magnus. I've got stacks. That's my Ultra Magnus. Tracks, yep, he's coming. B, I haven't brought B because the um, toy world brought out their their B double I, which is so. I, I, I think what we're really getting at is that sure, some people want them, some people don't. Um, yeah, which is the same as it's it's about the same breakdown as people who want the general figures for Beast Wars and don't. Yeah, yeah pretty but much. In saying in all this, there are there'd have to be there'd be twenty or more. G1 figures that would come before any of anything we've announced here, like and like coming up next year, we've got the next five figures lined up for this year. Next year is the 30th anniversary of the movie, and if they don't do the sweeps, Galvatron, Springer, Galvatron. I see. Yeah. See, see, I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't think the, major. I don't think the point major. of the masterpiece line though is to do every figure though. 
I'm actually surprised that they've accelerated it so much with all the sports cars in the last couple of years. But I think a lot of them have been easy repaints, though, Jace. Mm. That's the Prax thing. is an easy repaint. We're going to get Ironhide. Here's an easy repaint. I'm of, still... of who? Ratchet. Ironhide. Ratchet. But we don't have a masterpiece Ratchet yet. Or yeah, we're going to get Ironhide first. Okay, but so you mean it's easy to repaint him as Ratchet? Yes. Right, okay. And I'm hoping for a Grapple Inferno repaint. But that's something else, like any of the doubles. Um, cool. Yeah. I, I'm, look, I, look, I think it's fine. We can move on. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, someone, someone really wants us to check out something that I've just dropped a link to in the Skype. Uh, it does look like someone's posted some stuff on Ozformers of a uh, a picture we, that looks... Are we mentioning them? Why not? Uh, <laughs> they're Ozformers. Why not? It's the source. <laughs> Let's just mention them. So uh, there's a post on Facebook, and it looks like someone's trying to say that it's a masterpiece Ironhide. It looks like it's some kind of a test shot. And uh, it certainly looks like Ironhide from the side shot. Although it doesn't quite look masterpiece. It doesn't quite look masterpiecey unless he's like Wheeljack and um, Prowl scale, perhaps. Yeah, I mean the van definitely fits. Mm. You know they've got the. I think they even got twelve slot mag wheels on it, from what I can see. Mm. Yeah. Can't watch it. Yeah, um, it interests me though that they're missing the badge on the front. Yeah, well, it is just a test shot. Mm. Test. Could yeah. someone? Could someone? Uh... Yes. Put that link in the uh, off-the-shelf Facebook. Uh, we'll, we'll do that after the podcast, I think. Oh, I can't see it. It's all right. I'm just posted it into the show notes. There you go. Okay, and everyone pause okay. while Brad checks out the image. Oh, it's a bongo van. <laughs> that is right. a, uh, that's a Decepticon uh, destroying forehead. Okay. Yeah, okay. That certainly yep. looks like an Ironhide to me. Yeah. We'll yeah, I get that. We have heard rumours that Ironhide would be the next masterpiece, so maybe he's the next one to be announced in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. Ooh. So where where this this is speculation to the next masterpiece, or is this third party? I I would, uh, I would assume that uh, since the the text above it says hopefully Tacton will announce it as legit soon, I assume it's going to be the next masterpiece. Yeah. Maybe we'll I'm see. I guess twenty six. Yeah, mm. we'll see. Could be, could be there yeah, soon. Uh, let's 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 move on very quickly. We can bring it to a close. Uh, we have some stuff that's coming up. We have uh, we have we have a table at Supernova in Melbourne. That's five weeks away. It's in the fan club section. Uh, look out for the banner. And Brad, I believe you will be manning that table as well. I will be there in person. Um, I, in the I, flesh, baby. In the flesh. <laughs> Uh, Shane Higgins is going to be helping out, and Jordan will be there as well. So that's the Shane Higgins of J Two Oz Toys. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right, so that's happening in five weeks' time. We'll talk about that a little bit more closer to the date. And uh, also, I believe, in five weeks' time, because it's going to be around the same weekend, we did mention this earlier, the TCCA Meet and Greet uh, will be at the Footscray RSL and Bowls Club or somewhere else if it moves. Come and have a beer, have a chat, then maybe a lucky door prize. Maybe. Yes, that's, maybe. Yeah. Let's leave yeah. it. At, let's I'm, leave it at maybe. Yeah, I'm working. I'm working towards there will be, but 
we'll see. We'll leave it at maybe for now, and we'll announce yeah. it later. All right, and then you have the Mega Toy Fair in Adelaide, uh, the thirtieth and the thirty-first of May. Uh, yes. It's at the Adelaide Showgrounds in the Sterling uh, Sterling Angus Hall. Yeah. Um, so if you want to know that you can uh, find the organizers on Facebook under Mega Toy Fair in the search bar Um, so yeah if you guys are interested um, and you're fans of uh, TCCA um, go and go down and you know show us around the event post pictures and that sort of thing Um, pick up yourself some goodies it might be be a good idea for me to go over and get a birthday present for myself (laughs) I think so I think so (laughs) Yeah, South Australian members, um, come up, step up, be proud. Being the 31st of May, I can get the banners over there, so I'll have to... uh, Mega Toy Fair is actually the name of the organisers on Facebook. I'll um, I'll get onto them during the week, send them a message and uh, see what the allocation for table space is. If there's... I know Shane's in... uh, Adelaide, Travis is in Adelaide. If there's a couple of people over there that want to set up a table, All right. um, the club can fund that. They can, they can. We can talk about that closer to the time. Yeah. All yeah. right. I think we have reached the end of the podcast. We have climaxed. We, yes. we've, we've had a that wow, wow. Bill's just had got to go there. <laughs> uh, All the way in. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, thank you, thank you for thank you for holding it in until the end. Mm. Bill. That was good. I've done well, haven't I? Yeah, you have. Yep. Um, so, strained yourself nicely. Th- thank you, thank you, dear listener, for listening to this this <laughs> lewd innuendo that's going on behind me as I talk. Uh, guys, any shameless plugs or uh, tell us where people can find you on online? Uh, as always, I am Brad Ostrom Prime, Facebook admin there and twitter well that's another thing but uh brad aka Ostron prime over there if you want to get onto me there actually your twitter is actually at brad mole there you go thank you you, (laughs) yep there you go um cool so and my twitter is at jm77 um so i'm I'm pretty easy to find there you can also find me hanging out in the tcca group on facebook it's about the only thing i do on facebook it's true. It is literally like the only other thing he does on Facebook other than help me talk about Android stuff, but that's an unrelated <laughs> topic. Um, you can find me on Facebook. It's probably the most easiest thing to find me on. Um, I usually am hanging out in the Facebook group, uh, the TCCA Facebook group. So if you do want to talk to any of us, um, be sure to hit us all up um, or send us a message or even just tag us in a post, and uh, I'm sure we can all get around to it. But Brad's usually the... Uh, you know, the overseer, yeah, he, he tends to be he, pretty oh. quick on the mark. He yeah. Is, yeah. And if, if, you, if you want to just like, if you just want to get someone to just come in and give a mindless opinion on a post, tag me in it. Can do. <laughs> that or Bill. Bill, Bill also ha- has some really good, good opinions. Bill has between, between Bill and Ray, you're comedians of the club. Yeah. Oh, stop it. <laughs> All right, Bill, how do we find you? Uh, Just tag me and I will hunt you down and find you. He has a particular set of skills. The flying edge. Okay. Okay. All right, let's bring it to an end. Uh, Guys, 
listeners, thank you. You can find us on facebook.com slash groups slash Transformers CCA. Just go to facebook.com, search for Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Come join the group, join the fun, and, uh, yeah, join the madhouse. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, we will be back next week. Uh, I'm Jason. I've been Brad. I'm Daniel. I'm still Bill. <laughs> no, we'll, have to, we'll have to change that for next week. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Take care. Ciao. Good night. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook, where we have our Off the Shelf page. Hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, You can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. Till all are one. Damn it, I said goodnight. (laughs)